Hello and welcome to CGM Podcast, episode 89. Today I'm joined by Wayne Santos. Cross from me. Yep. Uh, yeah, actually it's smaller. This yeah, year. it's, yeah, it's because smaller Because it's 2014, so nobody showed up. Yeah, basically. Mm. Everyone's Hooray. still taking... It, it's a smaller podcast today, but we are joined by marketing intern Carter. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No you problem. You do have a last name, right, Carter? Yeah, but why... I, I keep right? thinking your name's Aaron Carter. Then I realize that's a musician. Yeah, I also get Vince. Um, it, it goes <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, it goes okay. on. Okay. So it's, it's Carter Thompson, right? Exactly. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Thank you for thank, thank you for having us. <laughs> See, there you go. Yeah. So today we will be doing uh, we're implementing our new format for the podcast, which uh, we'll start with news, and then we'll go over to the weekly rant, and then we'll go over to uh, what you've been playing. So let's get started, uh, Wayne. What's the first news story of the day? Uh, the first news story is um, yet another hacking story. Let's let's ring More in the year yeah. with hacking. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it turns out that um, yeah, a couple of um, you know, it's like PlayStation Network uh, gaming servers were um, they they got taken down as a result of hacking. Um, and I heard was, this. Yes, and uh, a hacking group who goes by the name of Derp. Ha ha. Ha So, yeah, they, they, they were the ones who were responsible for this, but they actually um, released um, a notification apologizing because um, even though the PlayStation Network itself and the DC Universe online servers were hit, mm-hmm. that wasn't actually the intended target. They wanted what to go after PlanetSide 2 okay. and somehow missed. Good target. Good target. Yeah. Well, they're on the same server, right? Yeah. Kinda. Are they supposed to well, be? Well, the Sony on t- online entertainment But I think they're, different, they're technically different companies, how yeah. it works. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so I guess they went after PSN when they should have been going after SOE. Mm. Uh, although, it's like DC Universe Online yeah. actually is under SOE as well. So, like, yeah, I, I don't know. That's but, really weird. But, yeah, so server that's, magic. that's what they're saying. They, they apologized because they actually wanted PlanetSide 2 and didn't hit it. And PlanetSide 2 extended yeah. their double XP day to yeah. make up for it. So What? Yeah. So they're what? They're polite hackers. I, that, I, but why do they I want guess, to take up I, yeah, I, I don't. 2. I don't even understand why they would have beef against PlanetSide 2. But. Well, they seem to be taking requests on their Twitter. Oh, is that what oh, it was? Via okay, Twitter so. and text and phone call so and like, Skype. I want you to take out this thing here. Okay. Pretty uh, much. Um, yeah. So it, it's like... It seems like they're trying to find weaknesses for like to show these companies. Okay, that's a, but, that's a bit better. Okay. But with with DDoSing, there's no way to get around it, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of a moot point. I think you should making. explain what DDoSing is. It is sending a exorbitant amount of traffic to um, the gaming server that's or service. denial of service attack. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, just it just takes down the servers. Uh, what Sony had to do was null route their servers so that basically shutting them down completely because they found out the server, they found out the IP, yeah. and just blanketed it with... Garbage data. Too just, much data yeah. from their crazy botnet, whatever they got going. That's weird. It makes sense, though. Yeah. Yeah. So they just hit the wrong target. And then afterwards said, sorry. You know, it's like, yeah, we wanted PlanetSide 2. We didn't hit them, so sorry, guys. That... I don't know if that's impressive that they apologize or impressive that the, that... I can only imagine that the apology might have happened because some of the guys within Derp may have had like DC Universe online accounts and they were like, dude, I was playing today. You shut me down. Why'd you do that? It's like, so maybe it was oh, an apology God. to people within Derp where it's like, okay, yeah, we know that you were playing that game. We didn't actually intend to hit that game. So sorry. That's so weird. So yeah, they, they were apologizing for that. Mm, they, well, okay, they hit enough. too close for, to home for themselves. Yep. <laughs> that is weird. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. That's weird. 
Anything else news-wise? Yeah, okay. So uh, another interesting news article is uh, so GLAD, G-L-A-A-D, which was formerly gays, lesbians against defamation. Defamation, yes. Yeah. Um, but now it just means that, was, that wasn't inclusive enough, um, so they've now they are just glad because they didn't want to ignore their you know it's like bisexual and transgender brethren. Don't get um, mad, get right. glad. Yeah. It's so 2014 just, now, right? So yeah, so now they're they're just glad. But um, yeah, so the uh, glad organization, let's just call them that. Um, they have um, recognized Naughty Dog's The Last of Us for yep. introducing a complex gay character into you okay, know, yeah. its post-apocalyptic story. So um, that would be Bill. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know how many of you guys remember, but you know, it's like, yeah, there was one section mm. in The Last of Us where Joel and Ellie went off into a small deserted town, and uh, there was one guy who was still holding the fort there with all kinds of booby traps and things like that. Yeah, I remember and that. They needed his help, and mm-hmm. when you talk to him, you know, he hints that he had an associate, a friend of some sort, and then you know, gradually, once you read between the lines, you come to understand that it was actually Bill's boyfriend. And, you know, it's like something bad happened and he probably became a clicker. But the way that they presented it, it really was just like, okay, this is a fairly um, this is a fairly complex and fairly realistic depiction of what it would be like to be like, you know, a gay survivor in the post-apocalypse where, you know, you obviously can't make a big deal out of it anymore because there's no point in making a big deal out of it. You know, it's like really the more important thing is surviving and, you know, getting over the trauma of having lost a loved one. And it was nice of them, you know, actually to kind of just treat it that way where it's like, this was somebody I knew. I cared about him. He's gone now. I'm just trying to deal with that as opposed to, like, you know, I'm gay and let's have a dance number about it and let's have some stern lectures. Uh, yeah. And, you know, it's like, let's have rainbows everywhere. And, you know, it's like, you know, people, talking, people yeah. talking over and over and over again about, you know, it's like how inclusiveness is important, even in the middle of post-apocalypse when nothing really matters anymore. So, yeah, seems like it's maybe a little bit more emotionally investing as well. Yeah. You don't have, like, you know, you're not forced through an image gallery where he shows you his photo books yeah, or see, something. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's a lot more ingrounded in I that. I think that's yeah. the really kind of the way that Last of Us handled a lot of its topics, though. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were unsaid. A lot of them were just hinted at. Yeah, the, the best stories are the ones where you kind of have to read between the lines exactly, and yeah. fill in some of the details well, it, yourself. It's more human that way. Yeah, I mean, I mean, people do not act, mm-hmm. oh, here is my gay lover. Yeah. Did you know he is gay? Mm-hmm. I am also gay. Mm-hmm. Have I mentioned this? Yeah. Here's my photo books of other people. And gay is good. Now let's talk about that for a while. With the slideshow (laughs) that I have presented, I also have some show tunes that I can play as accompaniment. To show that I am gay, because only gay people like show tunes. No, this is what a a more human way people act. Definitely. Everyone does not act like they're on Will and Grace. This is more of they are complex characters. Sometimes they are gruff people you might not expect to be. Yeah. And, and at this point, yeah. he was really just more concerned with getting through each day exactly, alive yeah, yeah. rather mm-hmm. than, you know, it's like, yeah. You know, How flaming he promoting, was. Promoting, yeah. yeah, you know, it's like <laughs> sexual equality. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think this is a far more realistic term than the way, especially Hollywood or TV is presented uh, gay, lesbian, transgender uh, people, mm-hmm. especially to now. I mean, there's very few characters on modern TV that actually are an identifiable gay character that aren't made bombastically or crazily. It's good to see someone just subtle and actually get that point across simply. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was, he was a cranky dude. Yeah. But, uh, but he, you know, he, in the world of The Last of Us, he felt like someone that belonged there. Yeah. He didn't feel like, oh, this is the stereotype we've been adding had, in you know, here. Yeah. He had reasons to be cranky since, you know, he was surrounded by cannibalistic yeah. clickers everywhere. Exactly, yeah. And it was just like, and the ones that weren't cannibalistic clickers were guys that wanted to rob him blind exactly. and take whatever supplies he had. So exactly. It's just like, yeah, okay. You know, it it makes sense. It's not it. actually paranoia when everyone really is exactly, out to get yeah. you. So, I, I mean, even even the character of Joel, I think, in The Last of Us is also a complex character because 
He's not a good person. No, he's not. He's kind of a bad guy. But you guy. understand why he's not a good person. No, exactly. Even the opening scene yeah. of that game, it's so subtle, yeah. the way it deals with things, that mm. I think that entire game handles the human condition really well, where the zombies or fungus zombies, whatever you want to call them. The, the cordyceps yeah. clicker guys, yeah. whatever. Yeah, Those are more of a catalyst to show how far human nature can go and how someone that was a good guy before can really go a long yeah. way down. And that's why it was one of our games yeah, of the year. Exactly. Since yeah. nobody could agree on a single <laughs> title. Yeah, if you haven't listened to the, that podcast, you can hear a lot of our arguments of why yeah. it should have gotten game of the year, but you know. Well, it did get game of yeah, the year. Yeah, it did. It, it just did. It shared. It was, exactly. just, it was a co-winner. Yeah, exactly. Which is like, you know, yeah. I, I think both of those games are solid, but I would say the simple nature, the narrative structure, and the way that it, it captured people is something that I have not seen in a video game for a while, and actually... One of the few games I can say, if that was made as a movie, it would have been a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. just a, oh, blockbuster, but yeah. actually a movie that you could get People down would still be it. talking about the ending. Exactly. They'd see yeah. that ending and go yeah. like, oh my god, and there would be arguments about it, you know, just exactly. like there were after people played the game. So. I, I just don't know if enough people got to the ending of The Last of Us, and I think that's the biggest problem of the game. Really? I know a lot of people that have not gotten into it, because near... What, they found it too depressing, or they just actually found it too hard? I think or, a bit of both. Like, near the okay. end of the game, it gets really hard. Okay. The last few sections of the game, just after winter, it gets hard. I'm trying to remember now, mm-hmm. but you know, it's like it's been a while. So. Yeah. Well, after the Ellie section, it gets really mm-hmm. difficult. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, a great game. I'm glad to see that it, the characters that it created are recognized beyond just the standard medium. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, especially considering that before this, Naughty Dog's characters were pretty lightweight. I mean, well, like, Nathan, Nathan Drake was Nathan Drake. He's like, hey, I'm a puckish rogue. Did there I kill thousands of people? Yeah, I kill thousands of people. You know, it's like, but I do it with a smile and a snappy one-liner, so people like me, despite the fact that I'm a homicidal maniac. Well, the thing is, I, I think it's better because Joel is a homicidal maniac, and he he pretty much knows it. He has a reason, though. He has a reason, but. I mean, the, the, whole, the whole world gave him a reason to be a homicidal maniac. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, everybody else is a homicidal maniac. I know. But it makes more sense in The Last of Us's like, world yeah. than it does in Nathan As opposed Drake. to, yeah, yeah, Nathan Drake when it's like, hey, I'm on this island and there are these breakdancing pirates. I'm yeah. going to shoot them. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> it, it, Nathan Drake feels very out of place with what he does. Well, Nathan Drake is Indiana Jones, yeah. who was another happy-go-lucky guy that just shoots everybody <laughs> that gets in his way, but because he's that puckish rogue... Yeah, exactly. So. I always pictured uh, the Uncharted games as sort of um, a retelling of, you know, his, his exploits yeah. to his kids. Yeah. He embellishes a lot. I can, oh, I can see okay. that. Yeah, I can know? see that. Yeah. But I, my view is... Like how I met your mother while, <laughs> yeah. hunting, while hunting relics yeah, kind of thing? Go. Okay. Um, Perfect. I right. think uh, the world of Nathan Drake is, is a really compelling world. But it's a very lightweight blockbuster popcorn yeah. flick. Yeah. The Last of Us is a Oscar contender that deals with sci-fi topics. Yeah. The one thing about the next Uncharted game yeah. that I'm really concerned about is are they somehow going to find a way yet again to separate Nathan and Elena? Because this seems to be their thing. Is that, you know, it's like every time they have an Uncharted game, Nathan and Elena get together and then something pulls them apart. And then you know it's like it, Well, this one is taking place before the last game, right? It's I don't. Of, it's I don't sort actually of know. I, I really don't know what time period it's. I thought, took it, place I, in, I thought it took place after the second or the third game. I think that's what they were hinting at. Okay. But I don't, I don't know too much about the the time placing. But I saw like the map that they sort of yeah. scrolled over for the, the event was like I, I I had heard that they were going to go super prequel with it. Uh, okay. But I don't know. I could. Well, I, they can't go too prequel because I think Elena's in it, so it can't be oh, before the. Okay. It can't be before okay, the. Okay, so game. if Elena's still in it, then they are going to find a way to keep those two apart yet Flash again, forwards? so that they can get back together by the I end don't, of the game. I, I thought Elena was in it, but I could be completely wrong. It's it's really ambiguous right now. Yeah. As long as Sully's in it, I'm good. I want Sully. Okay. 
Um, okay, well, that's that. No, well, there's there's one more news okay, story that we can talk about. Okay, you know, like, this this one is like you know that's me like you know dubiously scratching my chin with a raised eyebrow. So, Tomb Raider, the oh, definitive no. edition, oh, no. it's going to be coming out on the Xbox One and the PS4, January twenty eighth. Sixty dollars. I'm very full, excited. Full retail. You actually are. I'm excited for the proliferation of the word "definitive" yeah. on okay. game packaging. Mm-hmm. The new game. Okay, new but game like, how how do you actually feel about oh, the no. fact that this game came out last year? Yeah, you no. can get it for like thirty dollars or less on you. Know, it's like Amazon, various Steam other sale, outlets. Yeah. yeah, Steam sales, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, so for them to put out what I'm basically calling. HD plus remaster. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. And you know it's like charging sixty full dollars for it. You know it's like as opposed to like yeah. Why don't you just do like you know the cross buy thing where it's like if you've got the existing version mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the last gen system like just pay an extra ten bucks to get yeah, like sense. the current gen version. But they're not doing that. They're like no, you just got to go and you got to pay sixty dollars for this I, full stock. I think it was a good game, but I don't think it's a good game to pay another sixty dollars for. Yeah. See, the the only people that I could see where it's like okay, I can't criticize your choice on this is if they've just never played the game mm. before. Right. And you want to play it on the exactly, Xbox One yeah. or the PS4. Yeah. It's like, okay, fine. I understand that. But for like everybody else, especially the hardcore gamers where they, you know, they probably played it as yeah. soon as it came out. You know, it's like, like, how do you justify to these guys? You know, it's like, yes, you should go out and pay $60 for it again. I don't even know. Yeah. I mean, it was a good, it was a good game. It was, it was a good game. It. Yeah. I don't think it was a good game to pay $120 for. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that good. And if you have the PC version, I don't see any reason to do this because the PC version is hell, and the Steam sale was like twenty bucks. Yeah, I mean they claim that you know it's like they didn't simply port the PC version over. But why not? Yeah, (laughs) why didn't they? They they, they said that you know it's like this really is the definitive version in that you know that there are physics and graphical upgrades present in this that are not present even in the PC version. Right. So, the PC version was a tank. It yeah. needed a huge PC to run. So just, you know, it's like just, just little things apparently. Like, you know, they've now added physics to the tools that are on, like, Lara's belt so when she runs around it's like the hammer and the yeah. bows are, like, bouncing around. I'm going to throw this other way in. Need more bouncing. Too. Yeah. The average person would never notice. Exactly. Oh, yeah. These are cool things that if it, you're trying to sell a new, like, show it on the screen to show how amazing these systems are. Yes. Yeah. If you're just playing the game, you're like, well, now it's a whole new game because things on her belt bounce. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Right? And they've, they've remodeled Lara again. Of so she's not the same model even from the PC version. This, really? this is a new one that they oh claim they did God. from the ground up. <laughs> Why? I don't know, but that's because they said that they wanted to give people value. So they were like, yeah, it's a completely new Lara. We had to reconstruct her from the ground up for this new version. You'd have to pay two bucks for that DLC. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there you go. Yeah. That seems kind of seems like a poisonous you know, move. And, and yet, yeah. on the other hand, you know, I think that they've actually picked a good time to do it. Yeah, because nothing else. There's yeah, nothing what else is there to play yeah. between now and January 28th for your PS4, or your Xbox One? There's absolutely nothing. Oh, it's that soon. Yeah, yeah. It's that Jan- soon. January 28th is oh, the official wow. release date. Wow. So wow. So it is one of those things where you're sitting there and you're like, look, yeah. I got my PS4, Xbox One back in November. Yeah. It's been sitting there doing nothing since then. I know our test. Maybe I'm just going to pay the $60 because I want to get some value out of my console yeah. wow. between now and March when yeah. those other games start coming out. So they may rope in a few people out of sheer desperation. Okay, yeah. Well, I'd say Ooh. more than a few, yeah. unfortunately. Well, yeah, but that I mean, makes it even more of a scary yeah, because, yeah, thing it's, for them to it's, do. It's January 28th. There's yeah. just absolutely nothing to well, play. I'm going to throw it out there. You still have the games you do have for the system are still kind of in a broken state because mm. yeah. you have like Battlefield is still not yeah, fixed Battlefield is broken it just is so. and the lo- I was like going over the other day looking at the long list of fixes they're working on there's like two pages of fixes they're working on people are still reporting some yeah, yeah. 
It's still like game-breaking bug. Yep. Urgent fix. Working on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, working uh, on that it. That game on was it. just not ready for release. No, it wasn't. Yeah. But and they shoved it out the door in order to compete with thing Call is, of Duty. So. The PC version, did, even yeah. the PC version, I think was pretty broken. Yeah, anyway. yeah, it, it, everything yeah. was broken. No, no, yeah, the game just wasn't ready. It just wasn't. Yeah. But you know, they had to, they had to meet their Call of Duty, you know, release date, and they did. It's, but so people are buying that. They're getting a, they're getting a three hundred, four hundred dollar new system, mm-hmm. and then they're sitting there going, "Well, what do I play on this system?" And they buy the games for it, yeah. and they break. They should go out, and they should play Assassin's Creed 4 and Lego Marvel Super Heroes. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Because those are actually two pretty good games for the next generation systems. I mean, I do like the fact they are putting more free-to-play stuff on these systems. Okay, so, yeah, that the, the release date, I guess, is the critical thing here. I mean, it's like it's, it's just enough that... It's it's a desperation move. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, you know, it's like, like you know, what, what were you saying? You know, it's like something about uh, people... Just like not having anything to play. Yeah, there's nothing there, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to get the game when you see it on the shelf. You know, mm-hmm. so there's some people out there who have these systems. I'm sure that go to Walmart, Target, all yeah. these game shops every week, and the first time they see a new game up there, that's it. Yeah. Take it. Because I mean, it's like other than that, we've got like what? Don't Starve is yeah, coming it, out on the PlayStation. It, 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 PlayStation Plus, yeah. isn't it next week? It's, for it's free? free. It's yeah. free nice. for yeah. PlayStation Plus guys. You know, but. Aside from that, like, you know, I was, I was looking yeah. at the schedule and there's like, there's nothing else until February yeah. 25th, and that's going to be Thief. And then March. Which, just and, then, and, then, and then the March explodes. But like, everybody is going to buy Thief again yeah. because there's nothing else to when play. When does Thief month. come out? February 25th. Okay, that should be pretty good. Thief. So people are going to buy it. Yeah, I would Because again, there's like, what, what else are you going to play? That's true. At that point. Oh, well, there's some pretty big hype surrounding it. I mean, yeah, no. I think it'll, After yeah, E3, well. the hype died down quite a bit. Well, I think the, the, the hype sort of contained itself at that point yeah. because a lot of people that are excited for it are still excited. Yeah. Uh, they're just, they're, their expectations are on par with probably what the game is going to be. Exactly, yeah. But it's it's another desperation title where you're like, yeah. well, I got nothing else to play That's until true. March, so yeah. I guess I'll just buy this. Uh, my biggest problem with the overall landscape right now, especially with Tomb Raider, is the fact that you can release something that is basically a high HD remake of a game that came out a few months ago, yeah. charge sixty dollars for it, and get away with it because yep. the landscape is so brutal. Yep, that that is why I am calling it an HD plus remake. I do, yeah, I do. <laughs> just, that's that's what it is. You can also pay sixty bucks for early alpha. Now, yeah, right? it, it, it's it's getting the landscape of the systems are getting so bad that these systems probably weren't ready to come out when they did. I don't think there was enough stuff out, and the fact that the firmware is not where they announced it should be on both the Xbox and the PS4. Uh, I, I will agree with you on the firmware. As yeah. far as the titles go, this is actually about on yeah, par with like the, other launches. But the but thing is, uh, which the PS2 I'll, was also a wasteland. No, when, I'll get. But when I get to my launch, when we get to the next title discussion, I'll talk mm-hmm. about more about. Well, we'll discuss that in a second or two. <laughs> uh, but the fact that there are things that were promised in these systems that still are not working. Yep. The Xbox One especially feels like beta software in some ways. There's mm-hmm. placeholder text in certain yeah. areas. There's things that say, this isn't quite working yet, yep. but try it if you want it. It is very, very weird that Party Chat on the Xbox One, mm-hmm. of all things, is still kind of messed up. I know. Not as good as Party Chat on the Xbox 360. It's like, how did that happen? I, I, and yet it did. So. I mean, both these systems feel like very early systems. They don't feel like they're complete firmware. They don't have all the features you'd expect. They feel very bare bones on what you should get, be getting out of a $500 or $400 system. Mm-hmm. You're not getting your money's worth right now. So if people are trying to buy, like an Xbox especially, a $500 system, the Xbox Connect does not work very well. It has very limited voice recognition. Right. It's cool when it does work, but it doesn't work very often. Mm-hmm. 
the TV connectivity is kind of broken. Especially in anywhere that's not North America. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you have a system that there's games for, but all the games seem to have these weird microtransactions that feel they should deserve to be on phones. Yeah. It just feels like no one knows what this next generation is. Like, you're giving more powerful consoles, but no one's doing anything with them. They're like, hey, let's make the graphics slightly better. Okay, that was worth 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. My assassin is slightly prettier. I it performs see. better, though. It performs better. Assassin's Creed 4 definitely performs okay, it, better it, on the PS4. Assassin's Creed does, yeah, it, it performs much better on the PS4. Yeah. But the question is, is Assassin's Creed enough to buy the system for it? And so far, no, I've not, no. I have not seen enough to justify buying. If, if someone was asking me honestly, should you buy an Xbox One or a PS4 right now? I'd say no. That's yep. what I said in my yeah, console. I, I, know you, I know you did, yeah. <laughs> And James said the same thing about the Xbox One review. I mean, both these things are they're nice tech. They feel good. There's sirens going on around us. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, when you buy them now, yeah. you are basically investing in the future. Yeah, it's, because it's, when you get it yeah. in the present, there's exactly. not well, a whole lot that you can do. It feels so like Steam Early Access right now. Because no. right? you're losing money. Yes. You have a, chi- a cheap, unfinished product that eventually will be You're funding finished. their project to make more, make yeah. a better system better. It is, beta, it is Steam Early Access for consoles yeah. right now. And I think that... I don't know what you're talking about because my PS4 is basically a Dragon Age Inquisition machine. So that's what I bought it for. <laughs> right. Please don't let Dragon Age Inquisition suck. But oh, my, my God. My point please, is please. I don't think peop- the audience should be paying for people to fix the systems up. Mm-hmm. These, this firmware should have been fixed for launch. The fact that it that's- is not is a travesty for the people that are paying for, the, for these systems. Mm-hmm. The fact that the key features like suspend are barely working, but kind of working at the same time. Yeah. Like it, Especially the silence from the companies yeah. regarding it. Like they, they should like, here's it. the roadmap. February, yeah. you're getting into this. Uh, March, you'll be getting this feature. Mm-hmm. Uh, then by like June next year, you'll, everything will be set up. You should yeah. be at full system. But I don't even think they know when it's all going to be working. Definitely. It's not. like, well, both the Xbox One and the PS4 are due for firmware updates in January. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, Microsoft has hinted that. The, uh, their firmware update is supposedly going to increase the performance of the system by 10%. What does that even mean? Yeah, I don't know. But this is what they're claiming. It's like, you'll see a 10% performance boost. <laughs> For what? Um, Since all the, the 10% yeah. of the stuff that just plain out didn't work will yeah. be working. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. You know, on the PS4 side, their firmware update, the only thing that they're admitting to so far is that the, uh, the firmware update is finally going to patch in compatibility with like, the Pulse headsets which currently can't be used. That's, there's going to be more than that, but so far that's the only thing that they're confirming. Yes, Yay. you can expect that in the next patch. So the PS4 Pulse headset Bluetooth will be compatible. Yeah. Isn't compatible. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's really weird uh-huh. right now. <laughs> so, yeah. And yeah, more, that, more. Yes, that reaction. Is, wow. You can't see Carter's face, but he's appropriate shocked, really, faces. And, and right the, I'm, so I'm like gonna, the camera didn't work or yeah. something, right? Yeah. Like what? But another thing I have to say is, these systems, in some ways, are worse than the last generation. In some ways, they don't have the features that you would expect. Like that, you cannot do. Like the PS4 cannot be used as a media box. Yeah, yeah You want to use right. like you want to watch your like your streaming services, or whatever. Mm. If they don't have it on the store, you don't get to do it. Yeah, right. it's it's kind of sad because I actually got used to like you know if I went on a trip or something yeah. like that, I would come back home and I would actually upload the photos onto the PS3 mm-hmm. and use that as a photo album. Exactly. And yeah. I can't do that with the PS4 because it's got no photo management. Yeah. Oh my so, god. Yeah. It, it seems it's it's not on there. So. It seems like uh, someone that wanted to make a game console made the PS4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone that wanted to make a media box made the Xbox, and neither yeah. of them finished the job yeah. fully. It's kind of like yeah. halfway through they realized that they should have been doing the other thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, meanwhile, yeah. I look at the PS3 and sometimes I'm like, wow, it still really only does everything. Yeah. It's yeah. like I'm, I'm still doing a ton of stuff on the PS3. Exactly, yeah. You know, like, for example, 
watch it in 3D yeah. Blu-rays, even though I don't do that. But yeah, you can do that on exactly, the PS3. Yeah. It's weird you that you can't they, do that on the PS4. It so. feels like everything's a, it's basically an OS that everything is an app for yeah. the PS4. Where the the DVD playback on the PS4 is weird. Yeah. It feels kind of broken. Hmm. Like it doesn't feel smooth. It's kind of choppy. I, I don't I don't really like it. The Xbox One feels a better Blu-ray player right now than the PS4 Blu-ray player. Oh, okay. Which is really kind of weird. I don't know. I mean, it's like I've, I've been watching Blu-rays on the PS4, Blu-rays and DVDs, and I haven't really I just find the anything. player on the PS3 is a lot more streamlined. It feels just like part of the system. Okay. Mm-hmm. The one on the PS4 feels very much, hey, this is an app. It kind of just running well, on this. Well, I mean, it, it doesn't recognize Blu-ray images I know. the way the PS3 does, where you know, it's like you pop in Pacific Rim and you get that little Pacific Rim icon yeah. on your system. No, but it, this way it just says, you know, it's like disc. There's a disc in here. You can yeah. try playing it. We don't know what's going to happen. Might yeah. work. We don't know. Maybe. Push play. See what happens. Mm. Let um, us know. Email us if it does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't know. We, we, we could use that. If yeah. Um, so that's it for news. So let's move over to my rant, which is going to kind of branch onto these, this next-gen topic, where it's basically... I've been over the break. I've been playing a lot of Killzone Shadowfall. That's not a good game. That just—it's just not. The fans of the series really deserved a better, a get better game. You have a, a series where it's built around this lore that's really rich, really engrossing, of a world basically of militaristic natures and taking over someone's land. That is what the story's about. Mm. You have the Hell Gang, which are like—they were originally on Vector, right? Wayne? The yes. Hellgan yeah. the, the originally were the first yeah. people on Vecta, yeah. And they got kicked right. off. Yeah. And they got, went over to this Hellgan planet. Mm-hmm. And well, the, they, they fought for yeah. independence. Yeah. And, you know, it's like the guy said, no, you're not going to do that. They lost the war. Yeah. And basically, yeah, they, they got retreated to Hellgan yeah. and you know, Which licked their wounds and were very bitter about it. Yeah, exactly. There, so. so you have an enemy that sounds like it's a sympathetic enemy. It mm-hmm. sounds like it should be an interesting story to see how. This, pe- this downtrodden enemy kind of comes back up and tries to fight back. That's kind of the story they want to tell, mm-hmm. or at least the lore they've created. Yeah. The backstory is yeah. you know, definitely sympathetic towards the Helgans. And then you create an enemy where every single person has breathing masks and glowing red eyes, except for certain people arbitrarily deciding they don't need glowing re- red eyes and breathing masks. Some people look like they're the Grim Reaper. Some people don't. Um, their motivations seem muddled. They don't seem to have sim- they they have sympathetic backstories, but also not at the same time. The Vectans seem to have the same way where they're trying to be the good guys, but also are kind of all horrible people too. I don't know what you're supposed to side with. I don't know how the story is going to function. It doesn't feel like it knows where it's going after the Killzone Three debacle, where everyone seemed to die. Accidentally. Okay. I'm, I'm going to play the devil's advocate at this point. Okay. Because I actually do agree with you. Okay. Now, the problem is, is that, you know, it's like I have argued the same point with other people. And, you know, the response that they have given me is, you're overthinking it. You know, it's like you can criticize the stories of something like, you know, Bioshock yeah. or Bioshock Infinite because those are story-driven games. Yeah. This is Killzone. It's just a first-person shooter. You're not supposed to be as nitpicky over the story because the focus here is more on the gunplay and less on the story. So you should really be cutting it more slack in the narrative department. This is what some people have said I would argue against that. So yeah. I would 100% argue because... It's the, 2013. It's, we're not playing Doom. Yeah, anymore. we're playing games with... supposed. It, it creates a story. They have named voice actors for this thing. Yeah. So it's obvious, That's they, true. Yeah. They, it's obvious they want to put clout to the mm-hmm. story. But then they muddle it up at every turn. Killzone 2 ended in a great way. I loved how Killzone 2 ended. Spoilers here. 
you kill Vasari. Didn't know if you knew that, but that had to happen. Rather, Rico kills Vasari yeah. and starts a massive oh, war. Oh, Rico. Uh, that kills on three. It sets it up as this survival story of you're just trying to survive on okay. a planet that's against you. Kills on three just went off the rails. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> you have a story where basically the concept is you're in a planet that everyone wants to kill you. They are better armed, better trained, and you're like twelve guys trying to get away, or like you're like a few platoons, as I, if I remember correctly. And they're just slowly eradicating you. And then somehow you destroy their planet, you know, as you do. You know, accidentally. Military conquest. Yeah. You know. It wasn't accidental. Well, <laughs> it seemed very... They didn't know that the crashing a ship would cause the entire planet to explode mm. or be wiped out by radiation. I don't really understand what... Uh, what was it? What's the, the stuff they mine? Petrocyte. Petrocyte, yeah. yeah. I don't really understand how petrocyte works. So I don't know if it's like a nuke or like an EMP mixed with a nuke. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's, it's just a super destructive element yeah. that yeah. just causes untold damage yeah. when it chain reacts, which so, it did. Yeah. So. so they destroyed the planet. Okay. So then you, you have the story of Killzone Shadowfall where everyone seems to be transferred off this planet. You know, as you do, you're like, well, we destroyed your planet. Do you want uh, another planet to live on? Cool. Come, with, come to our planet. Do you yeah. think this is a bad... You just destroyed their planet and you're saying, hey, do you want to live on our planet now? Do you think that's going to go yeah, well? That, that was extremely problematic. I mean, I, I understand that they did it for the sake of setting yeah. up some deliberate dramatic tension, but when you've got a spacefaring race that can, yeah. like, you know, hop over to other solar systems, just give just, them another world. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know why they didn't do that. They just easily say, could. Hey, this planet over here, yeah. it was going to be our mining planet, but you know something? Take this one. We destroyed yours. Take this one. Yeah. Giving them the half of a planet where you already have tension. Just a creative narrative storyline of Berlin Walls, like a Berlin Wall scenario. Yeah, and that is the only reason yeah. they did it because logistically, it makes absolutely no sense no. to share the planet. No, you don't have to do that. And but more importantly, did. they talk about how, like the intro sequence talks about how uh, you're sharing the planet, and they were given a certain amount of time to uh, like to move out. And then the Hellgen are shown just randomly killing people on their side of the planet for some reason. Just, huh? I don't know because it makes them evil, and it makes your main character hate them. Extra bullets. Yeah. No, but, I mean, it was to set out the Batman trauma yeah. of, you know, you killed my father, right. so but now I'm going to get if you. If the hell can just move there, why the hell are they just starting to kill people for no reason? 20 years is not enough time to get over a grudge, I guess. It's like 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think they move there, and then a little while later they start kicking people out of their side because they've decided that's new Hellgan now. So another war for independence again. Sort of, kind of. Yeah. Not really, because it just seemed like one day they're like, yeah, we're killing people now. If you're not out by now, you're dead. I don't know. Why not? It, it seemed very arbitrary of needing tension, so they created yeah. tension. Yeah. It didn't seem like there was a good writer on the story. It feels that they got a writer to write the backstory somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, then and that just, backstory was good. Yeah. But, uh, but then yeah. they lose it. They muddle it up on every turn, making mm-hmm. a storyline that doesn't really work with what the backstory says. Also, no one's sympathetic. But the Helgen are always going to be automatically not viewed as sympathetic because they're basically space Nazis. You make a race of people that hate pretty much everyone. They have glowing red eyes. They That's always the have breathing masks on, even though, let's go with the fact that they, the reason they had those breathing masks was to deal with the fact that the, they were mining petrocyte on Helgan. So that's bad. Yeah. Apparently it's toxic, so you need breathing masks. So they've groaned, and they have to have the breathing masks to function now. But then they make it so some Helgans don't need the breathing masks. Then they make it so it's 30 years later, and they're now being born on a new planet, meaning there's no reason that those newborn Helgans need breathing masks. It just doesn't make any sense. They they would not have been born with into a toxic world, so they should be able to function pretty normally. Because apparently, 
They keep saying Helgen blood is the strongest blood you can get. They keep mentioning that in the game. Interesting. They're like, oh, you're not a true Helgen. Helgens know how to deal. I'm like, what? So they talk about Helgens being like this super race, basically. Okay. I just feel that people that bought that game deserved more. Okay. It was a pretty game. The multiplayer was really good. Mm. But as a launch title, it feels like a launch title. It does not feel like a full-blown experience. It feels like an experience they rushed together, put set-piece... Story events are done on set-piece moments, not based on reason for the story event to take place. Things happen because they need to happen, not because there's any narrative reason for them to happen. Was, uh, what, was, what was last generation's FPS for launch? Um, uh, Resistance. And Perfect... Perfect Dark, Perfect Dark Zero. So would you, how would you compare those two storytelling-wise to these ones? Then? Resistance was a good story. Resistance was go. better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Perfect Dark Zero is comparable. Where that, yeah. that, it, was a, it was a launch first-person shooter. And if you played it now, it's, it's horrible. And it just oh, yeah. kind of fell apart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it didn't even look that great no. graphically. So It looked like a, a yeah. really good Xbox so actually, original title. So actually, Zone Shadowfall is probably a better launch first-person shooter yeah. than Perfect Dark Zero. Yeah. Just, just marginally. But it does... Yeah. Better multiplayer, too. And better multiplayer, yeah. 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 But, but it does not live up to Resistance, which no. actually had a solid, compelling story. Well, more importantly, it does not live up to Killzone 2, mm. which I think was a really good experience. Yeah. Killzone 2, I didn't... The gun controls in Killzone 2 were a little... It was a little... It was heavy. heavy. Yeah. It was heavy, but yeah. I actually like that because it's just that like... Too, the, yeah. It's like dudes in armor, yeah. so... You know, yeah. It, yeah. it made sense. Uh, the Hellgans made sense with what was going on. They were... Fighting well, back. Killzone 2 was World War II. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it really was the invasion yeah. of Normandy. I exactly. mean, they even had, like, you know, storming the beach, exactly. blah, blah, blah. So. And it, it felt like it was against all odds. They're mm-hmm. trying to fight this enemy that has a leader that's very charismatic, willing to do anything to win, yeah. and brutal. Yeah. So it was just yeah. classic World War II in space. It was, it was World space War II Nazis, in space. Nazis, space Hitler, but, space Normandy. But the, way, the person they got to do uh, Vasari was really good actor. Yeah, he was. He yeah. did a really good job. Uh, who they got to do... Um, even the character of Rico was a good character in his hateful. You hated he him. Swore yeah. a lot. I know for and no then reason. All of a sudden, Kill Zone Three, he didn't swear at all, and that was just this ridiculous character transformation that I could not buy. Out of a well, reverse Dante. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like so. Let me get this straight. You know, it's like you swore like a sailor up and down in Kill Zone Two, then you get stranded on this planet for like a year. Mm-hmm. And that somehow cures you of your ability to swear? Yeah. yeah. Elgans don't like swearing. Yeah, they get really angry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like Killzone 3 was a step backwards. And this also was a step backwards. Killzone 3, at least it had better voice talents. At least it had a character's... I liked the Helgan leader that kind of went crazy. Malcolm McDowell did a really good job. Oh, I see, Mal- yeah, anytime you have yeah. Malcolm McDowell in there, you know that... Yeah, there's going his to motivations be like, made no sense. There's going whatever. to be this epic conniption fit at some point yeah. when he just right. starts screaming. Yeah. It's like Malcolm McDowell screaming, "Great!" I so, love yeah. that in Entourage. I'll but never forget that. My point is, I don't think they know what they want the story to be. Sometimes the Hellgans are sympathetic. The backstories they tell of the Hellgans are, "Oh God, they have suffered. They are struggling to survive." And then you have a st- then you get into the game, and they just are bad people. They just are horrible people. So you're like, I don't really like you, but I should feel bad for you, I guess. But I'm going to kill you anyways, because that's what I have to do. Yep. So overall, I just feel it, it was a lacking experience that over, I expected more. When they showed that game off, when they first showed screenshots from that game, it looked amazing. They were talking about how the, it's going to be a new chapter of the Killzone universe and all this other stuff. And it just feels like, we just made another one. I don't know. 
We made stuff up. Some teenagers fan fiction. It, yeah, it feels like fan fiction more yeah. than it feels like a, a thought-out experience. And I think that is a disservice to people that are buying the system. Definitely. Looking for things to play and getting let down on every front. I mean, Battlefield's bad. The only one I'd actually suggest buying right now... Assassin's Creed 4 yeah, didn't that's let it. down. That's what I was going to say. That's, that's what you buy. Lego Marvel Superheroes isn't a letdown. Nax kind of let down, though. It kind of is. Yeah. I but Lego Marvel Super Heroes. No, that's fine. Yeah, I think people expected okay. a little bit but too any, much for Knack, but... I, any cross-gen game on the PS3, PS4 is fine, other than Battlefield. But the ones that aren't fine are the ones that are exclusive to the system. And I really wanted them to be better. Mm. And I, although, I have to say, the multiplayer on Killzone, we, although no one's playing it when I was playing it, it's good. It's good multiplayer. It's what I hope multiple people... So how would you compare Killzone Shadowfall to Rise? Rise is really bad. Okay. <laughs> Rise is really bad. Mm, yeah. Like, I wanted Rise to be good because I liked the setting. But then it went into weird places that didn't happen. As someone that studied the, the, the time period, yeah, none I'll, of that happened. I'll take your word for it since I've only, like, played Rise in brief spurts. At, like, it is a glorified... Demos, so. it, basically, if you watch Spartacus, Blood and Sand... This is kind of that universe where okay. everyone's just basically killing each other because they can. Okay. There's no political intrigue. It's just, yo, I'm a centurion. I'm going to fight everyone now. Whoa. Arrows, they do nothing to me. I kill everyone. Kind of seems like they tried to do the whole God of War. Yeah, basically. Kill everyone you meet kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it, it's not good. Nah. I haven't finished that game, so I can't say how it ends, but... Okay, it's so only like five hours long. Come on. I got like two hours, and I'm like, no, this yeah. is bad. Okay, so the launch games are launch games. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Dead Rising Three is actually a good game. Okay. Do I think it's a great game? No. If it came out mid-gen, you'd be like, eh, okay, I'll play that. But because that's the only thing that's worth playing right now, it's like that's a good game. Mm-hmm. It's if it was launched on Xbox 360, you would be like, that's an okay game, I guess. How's the frames? How are the frames? It gets choppy in times. Yeah, it gets that. choppy. I think that's one of the things they're working with with some patches. Like, the new patch is supposed to fix some of that stuff. Cool, yeah. I would, I would hope so. Really, the problem for me is these are systems people are spending a lot of money on. They deserve better. And I'm, I'm feeling that they're not getting better from these companies. What do you think, Wayne? Like, let's, it's, let's hear it's, your take it's, on this. It's still better than the PS3 launch. Oh, that's true. Because like, yeah. when you bought a PS3, that was Lair. like $600. Lair, Wayne. Yeah. Lair. Remember yeah. Lair? See, this, this is what I'm saying. It's like, you know... Because that was a six hundred dollar yeah. console at launch, assuming yeah. that you bought like you know the seven hundred sixty gig. Model. Wasn't it seven hundred? No, it was six ninety nine. It was six hundred. It was six ninety nine at one point. No, it was maybe not. Maybe five ninety nine. Maybe five ninety nine. It was it was, was six hundred maximum if you yeah. bought the sixty gig model at okay. launch with full physical backwards compatibility. Yeah. Okay. Of course, the fact that it had full physical yeah. backwards compatibility meant that you could still play your PS two exactly. Games on yeah. It. Um, but yeah. Uh, see, so so if we're talking in terms of like you know value for the expenditure of the yeah. console versus the quality of the games, then maybe the PS4 guys are actually a little better off than the launch PS4 okay, guys. Okay, here's my, here's my thing, though. I think it's gotten to a point where launch lineups have to be better. I think, uh, Which is never going to happen. I know it's never going to happen, but it should. Mm. You, these companies have had, like, instead of making a media hype, media blitz about what the like, three games that come out, have a proper launch lineup. Take the time, take the extra three months to finish the systems, get it out, for, with people have things to play. It's, yeah. it's kind of funny to think what a different attitude yeah. we all actually might have had if, for example, Watch Dogs yeah. had actually come oh, out. Because yeah. that was going to be my launch game. Exactly, yeah. And you know, I would probably still be happily playing exactly, it right yeah. now trying to get a platinum on it, but instead I'm just like, you know, yeah, just kind of like twiddling my thumbs and waiting for March to roll along. I, I, I just mm. think that 
or March or indefinite time that they don't really know yeah. if because yeah, I don't I even think the, Mar- the March date right now is a tentative date. Yeah, it's, and there's been rumors that it might move to fall. I could see that. Oh, okay. So, and when South Park coming out for the last generation? Yeah, and. I mean, it's still slated for the yeah. last generation. That's still a PS3. I know, Xbox po- I know that's my point, but yeah. they don't even know the release date, and yeah. that keeps being pushed. We've got Infamous. Yeah. Infamous is still locked down for March. Yeah, so there's if, it, that. if it hits. And that's probably going to be good. I, I just feel that this generation, although there's a lot of, there was a lot of hype behind it, mm-hmm. both companies kind of came out kind of swinging and missing. On numerous well, fronts. like the, the the issue is that you know, it's like there was more hype for this launch than previous console yeah, launches. Exactly. The problem was that the actual launches themselves were typical console exactly, launches. Yeah. yeah. So I was really hoping that with uh, Nintendo's Wii U launching yep. a full year and yeah. a half earlier. Oh, and the Wii U. Yes. That it okay, would have. Yes. You know, it would push set the precedent <laughs> that having good launch titles was a must. I know, but, but I feel every later, both these things had very tepid launch lineups. There were. You, there's a few things you could well, play. It's like you know, yeah. even even the Wii U launch wasn't yeah. that spectacular. No, that's so. my that's my point. Yeah, so. and people are talking. Yeah, that's about it. Woohoo! Yeah, but so. the point is that they should have looked at these, the Wii U launch and said they only sold three million. Maybe we should get games for this stuff. Mm-hmm. Nah, not really. Now nah. most things that they were going to get out didn't make it. And I, I hey, no Octodad. That's mm-hmm. all I have to say. No yeah, Octodad. Rough. Octodad makes me and sad. And Drive Club. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And Drive, Drive Club. Club. Yeah. I had heard that they were at least going to be releasing the free PS yeah. Plus half version of the game, at least. Yeah. But not, not even that, that's pretty rough. I, I just don't... I think there's just a lot, a lot to deal with. Although I have to say, both people have gone in a little less arrogant than they were six months ago. Oh, well, I mean, Microsoft's been clobbered in exactly, the last six yeah. months. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when Microsoft at E3, it was pretty arrogant about how well it was. Yes. It was, yes. They, like, they, they were pretty arrogant awesome. in June. And we're then awesome, yo. By, yeah, by the end of June, they were a little bit more like, please don't leave us. Please, <laughs> we love you. Please take us back. It's like, yeah, it was the opposite day. Sony was very, very humble in his E3 press conference and very humble humble but snide yeah snide but humble but like, yeah, Jack, Jack Tretton making the announcement yeah. about the price points oh, and all yeah. that with that big that grin yeah. on his yeah. face that was totally worth you it you know he was waiting like that was hilarious to yeah. say that well you know yeah, like, you know that price point was probably decided on like a, a day or two before that point like, you think so oh I, I bet it I bet they were going to include the camera originally and said okay let's take the camera out that could be yeah that's a possibility and let's just make sure we reached $100 less yeah that's right that's a, that's a good marketing move for them definitely because I don't think the camera because it feels like the camera was supposed to be built in originally yeah and now it feels like it's kind of there but not really so I don't know about you I've been playing my alien buddies since that free <laughs> download came in on PSN a couple of days ago so I, I, uh, it's interesting it I was know. made by Tim Schafer so yeah. of course I had to play it's it it's fun so. I've, I've heard that the, like, the playroom has honestly been uh, one of the biggest yeah. reasons why people are buying it right exactly it's, yeah. it's kind of cool yeah. actually I yeah. do like the playroom so yeah. okay well, that, that's the end of my rant it, just, it I, was a sizable rant it's just I, I, I'm feeling that we've gotten numerous console launches to this point everyone knows the console launches are always tepid mm-hmm. but they usually have one game you want to sink your teeth into I don't feel that this time. There's no game I want to sink. That game for me was Assassin's Creed 4. Yeah. But that default. was last season. Exactly. So. Makes you want to dig yeah. into your And Lego line. Marvel yeah. Super yeah. I just don't feel there was, a, there was a game that launched with these systems that you said, I need to own the system. No, okay. Before. Well, okay. Maybe not need to own, but Resogun is a damn fine it's game. It's a good game. It's a really, really good game. Yeah. But, it's Defender. Yeah, it's, it's Defender. Like, you know, and it's been like years since I sat down and played a decent Defender game. And it's like, but, yes, this is Defender. So. I, I, I just think people deserve better. Mm. I think they deserve, like Xbox even isn't like Dead Rising. Although it's not a great game, mm-hmm. it's, it's playable. It's playable. Yeah, I don't think PS4 has that. 
I don't think it has a first-party game that you could say, this is a great game, you need to play this. Not even Resogun? It's okay. Well, okay, yeah, actually, you're right. Maybe it's not first-party. Mm, yeah. But even then, Could. it's a $12 download. Yeah. It, or free on Plus. I mean, but it's, it's a very yeah. good game. It's a good game. I wouldn't say someone to pay $400 for it. Good. No, no, no. but um, it's a good game. Nothing I can say to people, buy the system for 400 bucks, And that's, I think, where they are lacking. There's mm-hmm. nothing that you can say, this system is worth $400. Mm-hmm. Or this system is worth $500. I don't know if either one have that. Xbox has some things you can say, yeah, this is kind of cool. You might want to play this. But I don't think either one of them I'd say, this is worth the price point they're charging right now. That, that's where I have to sit. And okay. Yeah. Do you have any counter to that, Wayne? No, because that's pretty much what I said in my <laughs> review. I, I was telling people, it's like, buy it later. Don't yeah. buy it now. Buy it now if you're an early adopter mm-hmm. and you have to have it. Well, we bought it because we're an office and yeah. we need it. You know, but, it's like, yeah. but you know, yeah, buy it if you're a fanboy. Or you know, it's like, buy it if you're a, you know, a, a tech gadget addict. But yeah. you know, it's like, if you buy it because you're a gamer and you want to play games, don't buy it now. Exactly. So okay. March, yeah. that'll be a different story. And it's like, you know, if, if Watch Dogs is good and comes out, and, mm-hmm. you know, if infamous second son comes out and that's good and then at some point we've got um when is destiny supposed to come out um fall i think fall oh, yeah. okay yeah so and I see a beta soon though I think. yeah uh, well they don't they haven't really gone and then you know that. it's like you know and then on the xbox one i'm like titanfall is still slated for a spring release yeah. right yeah and that's that's, that's spring yeah so so yeah march onwards it's probably going to be a different story that's but true, for yeah. now it's like you know if you bought it in november you're basically still waiting for march it's very true and if you got it for christmas you're still basically waiting until march it's but because you got it so recently you've probably got two or three weeks of gaming yeah, out exactly. of it yeah mm-hmm. and then after that out of desperation you might buy tomb raider definitive edition because i hope you don't what else are you going to play I, I i i don't say that it, tomb raider was a good game if you have not played it yet it's worth if play. you haven't played it then yeah get it which is surprising because I, I, I had no expectations and I hadn't really yeah. heard anything about it. No, it, either, it, so that's it, good to hear. And Rihanna Pratchett did a good story with that. And mm-hmm. I think it was, it's actually a solid experience. Yeah, it is. It's just old. It's just old. It's just a game that's just, yeah. It's and, not worth $60. Yeah. Mm. It's just not. You know, if, if it's like, you know, $40 or $30, yeah. $30 even is like, yeah, $30 for two It's a must game. Yeah. Go, and, go and buy it at $30, yeah. but not no. at 60 And if you, if you really need to play an HD, buy it on PC. Mm-hmm. Right now, I think it's $20 on Steam yeah, right exactly. now. Yeah, exactly. So. Like, for basically the same experience you'll get, yep. other than jiggling tools. Well, I mean, that's why people want uh, The Last Guardian, right? Yeah. Every yeah. single feather will be yeah. Yeah. rendered individually. Okay, well, shall we go over to what you've been playing? Okay. Wayne. We, okay, I guess we, you can't really talk about what you've been playing since you already talked about it. Yeah, in my ridiculous so, rant. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I've actually been sort of like, you know, going through the backlog and just taking care of stuff on the mm. PS3. The PS3 has just been getting so much use over a Christmas vacation. It's kind of ridiculous. Nice. Um, like, uh, at one point, Sony had, like, that sale on Batman Arkham Origins. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like $30 if you bought the download. So I was like, okay, you know, what the hell? I'll go and I... Yeah. I bought it. I played it. It's... I pretty much agree with Phil's review. He was just like, it's it's there. It doesn't do anything bad, but it doesn't do anything to advance the series yeah. either. It doesn't really need to exist. Yeah, it doesn't but, need uh, to exist, but, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's a reasonably fun game that, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, does not leave me walking away from it going, wow... The same way I did with Arkham Island, you know, Arkham Asylum yeah. or Arkham City, mm-hmm. you know. But but it's enjoyable. It's just yeah, it's it's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I delved into the PlayStation Plus library and downloaded Dragon's Dogma: Dark Arisen. It's a good game. 
It's um, it feels like Dark Souls mixed with Dread Hunter. It's, it's an RPG, and I'm only like a few hours into it, so obviously I've got like a long, long way to go. But you know, it's like I'm I'm already starting to see the intricacy of the system. Yeah. I get hooked when I play a game and I walk into an area thinking what's here, and then I get completely annihilated, and I realize, oh, okay, so I'm too low level for this area. But, but if I go somewhere else and start grinding away, uh, my view of it, it, it looks like a, it looks like kind of like a Final Fantasy RPG in look, mm-hmm. but also feels like there's some Dark Souls. It was kind of, yeah, the time for clones of Dark Souls right there. Well, it, the visual style mm-hmm. is very Dark Souls-y. With, the, the it's visual very style is gritty, the, very yeah. kind of depressing. The, the game mechanics are very, very different, though. No, it feels that. Because a, a lot of it is very AI-based, which mm. really, really surprised me is that, you know, it's like the whole point of this game is that you can create your own AI, yeah. which is called a pawn, and you can run around with up to two of these things, but the main game mechanic is actually you going onto the internet and, like, you know, um, paying you know, the in-game virtual currency to, like, basically hire other players' pawns. So, you know, if something is kicking your ass and, you know, you, you're running around with, like, you know, your newbie level 5 warrior pawn, you can go off into the internet yeah. and look for somebody's, like, level 65 warrior. That's pretty interesting. hire that dude instead. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, hey, come here. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, this guy's kicking all kinds of ass. This is great now. So Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so it, it, it's... Uh, and the AIs actually learn. Mm-hmm. So... Um, if you're going through a quest for the first time, your a, your pawn has no idea what to do there. But if you're running around with somebody else's pawn who's already gone through the quest, he'll be he or she will be pointing things out and saying, "I know where to go here because I've done this That's before." Cool. And you're like, "Okay, this is great." Mm. You know, it's like I'm I'm actually being you know tutored yeah. by you know it's like an NPC which but, learns and then you know it's like if your newbie pawn actually mm. manages to survive the encounter, then they come out of it saying, "It's like I know this quest now." So. You know, it's, so, it's, it's so very odd. But. So is it a good game? Like, I played, like, an hour of it, and I found it a very tedious game. Well, it's it's tedious in the same way that, you know, if you're completely unexposed to Dark Souls and you only play it for an hour, uh, and then enough. you come away saying, this is tedious, and then a hardcore Dark Souls player will tell you, that's because you only played it for an hour. You've got to learn the system, man. Yeah. You've got to learn how it works. So... If Same you, kind of thing? Yeah, so okay. it's it's only tedious if you're unwilling to learn. Okay. If you are willing to learn, then you find that it's <laughs> actually got a fairly in-depth system okay. with a lot of room to expand. Oh. But like Dark Souls, you've got to put the time in. And if you don't have the time for it, then you probably don't want to play this game. But if you like Dark Souls and you're willing to learn a new mm. system, then you actually probably will get some real mileage out of this game. Um, uh, it's also got a little bit of that... Um, Shadow of the Colossus thing kind of yeah. happening where there are like some really big monsters and you can actually climb on these things and start like, attacking cool. weak points and then you coordinate with some of your other pawns and then it gets into like you know some fairly complicated battles that open up a lot of tactics. That's really so, cool. So yeah, it's it's a deep game. That's awesome. And I'm only about like you know 8 or 10 hours into it. But you know it's like I I'm already seeing that uh this this is a serious RPG. You yeah. you really have to learn it if you want to get the most out of it. Mm-hmm. I've also so, heard that it's awesome that the PS Plus version is Dark Arisen as yeah. well because it's a, a complete overhaul. Yeah, you're yeah. you're yeah. You, they've they've um, they've revamped some of the systems and you've just got like a ton of extra content yeah. which other people have to pay for. But if you've got PlayStation Plus and you like RPGs, yeah. there is really no excuse to not download but this in, game. In and more importantly, I think Plus right now has gotten really good. It's oh, yeah. very good. Yeah. I mean, like, next month, or this month right now... This month, gives, yeah, it's January it's, now. It's giving away... It's giving away Don't Starve. Yeah. It's giving away DMC Devil May Cry. Yeah. It's oh, giving away it Bioshock is? Infinite. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Bioshock. Uh. I mean, but the thing is, the games they're giving away three months ago were full-price games. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's amazing to see that Plus is actually that useful to yeah. people. 
Binding of Isaac will be coming free as well. Yeah. When as soon as it comes, oh, it'll okay. be free for PS but Plus. But more importantly, what are they going to do with next gen? There's just not enough games to give away on next gen. How are they going to justify? Again, this month they're giving away Don't Starve. But yeah. People that have kind of experienced Plus to this point are experienced getting full price games. Yeah. And right now they're giving away. Well, I mean, you know that sooner or later, yeah. I would say probably within six months. Yeah. You know, I see Shadowfall and that yeah. are probably going to end up on there. And just be like, you get games with the yeah. system. That's your instant library yeah. now. So, I mean, those games are bound to yeah. eventually be PlayStation Plus, you know, offerings. I so can see that. Like, yeah. You know what's going to happen. You know, it's like, but you know, not for at least six months. Yeah, possibly closer to November when. I don't you know, know. I don't know. It depends because I don't think right now they need to sell systems. But mm-hmm. as soon as the system starts slowing, yeah. they might be like instant library. That's 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 what I mean. It's like yeah. you know, when when November rolls along again and they're trying to like you know the lead up to Christmas when people will be thinking about buying consoles again. Mm. They might throw both Shadowfall and Mac in there. So it's like, hey, you get PlayStation Plus, which you need to get anyway for multiplayer, and you get Shadowfall and Mac at the same time. You know, um, the you know crippled version of Drive Club. Whenever that comes out. Whenever that comes out, yeah. yeah. Ah, Fair enough. Anything else? Um, No, that's it for me. It's it's basically just been Arkham Origins and um, uh, Dragon's Dogma. Fair enough. So yeah, that that's what I've been playing. Carter. Um, PS3, been playing some Diablo 3. That's a good game. Very, very, very close to finishing it on Inferno, it's which a, it's, it's I would game. not have been able to are, do. Are you PC. playing solo or are you um, playing we, co-op? We, we bounce in and out of couch co-op and solo. Okay. Sometimes we try to get the, uh, we've been trying to get the level 30 um, hardcore achievement, okay. which is a lot harder than we expected. Uh, a lot of, uh, so if you go in two or three hardcore characters, usually by two hours in, you've lost one or two of your, your characters you went in with. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty rough, but uh, pretty fun. And other than that, uh, the Battle of Z, Dragon Ball Z game for Vita. Oh, okay. Demo. Very okay. fun. Very, very fun. I've never been into Dragon Ball, so... No? Yeah, it's I just, have not no, either. No, Probably just, a good spot to get into because it's just a, just all over the place. People knocking each other back to other people and then Kamehameha. It's... it's it's a pretty interesting yeah, game. Four v four multiplayer. The only anime-based game that I'm eyeballing with any kind of mild speculative interest is like the Attack on Titan game, just because I'm like, yeah, that looks. How do you turn that into a game? Can you actually make a game out of this? But well, they, did it, they did it for even Gillian. Even Gillian, they did a game for PS2 oh. back. Was yeah. PS1 or PS2? Oh, it was probably PS2. It looked. It was basically a giant monster fight where you fought all the twelve angels as Eva Zero One or Zero Two or Zero okay. Three. Hmm. With weird anime cutscenes in the mi- middle from the show. Hmm. Are you looking it up now? <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to find out exactly which. Um, I think they had a, I think they had a DS on. version as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. A little shovelware over there. There was a Nintendo 64 version oh, in 1999, was there? apparently. Was there? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Actually, it doesn't look that bad. <laughs> oh, well, it was Nintendo 64. Yeah. That was a decent. Uh, you know, a reasonably powerful system. But yeah, actually, the graphics for this yeah. N64 version is like, oh, okay. That's well, I mean, Animal Crossing was an entire 64 port, yeah. that's right? That's fair enough. That's pretty... That was interesting. It looked nice. And Mario 64 is still a solid game, even to today. Mm-hmm. No one can say that was a bad game. As Wayne fact check, because you know what's best for podcasting? When no one can see you, fact checking yeah, exactly. on the computer. There's all sorts of stuff going on yeah. here. You yeah. don't know oh, about. hey, there was an Evangelion game for the Sega Saturn as well. Oh, I knew that. Awesome. That was 1998. Okay. Wow. So... Wow, all right. Okay. How'd the reviews of that one go? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They would never have made it over here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which is kind of a shame. But uh, Yeah, well, the, the, the anime at that point wasn't huge. It was okay. a few series that people loved. But they, that was when ADV was pointing it, if I remember correctly. Remember ADV, Wayne? Oh, yeah. 
when they went bankrupt for some like weird reasons. Yeah, it made me kind of sad. I mean, it's like I, I grew up with ADV. So. Yeah, and we were the horrible dub jobs of everything. Oh uh, yeah, it was so bad. Yeah, but, you know, like, but at the time, it's like where else were you going to go? You were desperate. You had to accept it. So, but they were so bad. Okay, so the very first Evangelion game was in 1996. Oh God, for the Sega Saturn. Hmm. Okay. So basically. We had three Sega Saturn Evangelion games, and then after that, okay. the Nintendo 64 version in okay. 99, and then nothing else until 2003 when they started coming out for the PS2. Okay, so it was a PS2 yeah. one, okay. And then, yeah, more PC and PS2 games, PS2, 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 DS, PS2. PSP, where's my Vita? Where's my Vita? Yeah, there's, there, there has been no Vita Evangelion game, and probably never will be. I can, uh, yeah. The, yeah. Sad. yeah, no. I don't know, though. There's been a lot of uh, news over the past few weeks of um, localization teasers for projects that people would not assume at all. All I care about is Persona 5. As long as Persona 5 still comes out... That'll happen, definitely. Yeah, it needs to happen, because I will be very, very angry otherwise. I just want Persona 5 Crimson, though, you know? I want the Vita release so I can carry it wherever I go. Why are you assuming it'll be called Persona 5 Crimson? I don't know. It's red-themed, right? (laughs) Yellow is gold-themed. I guess. I mean, it could be Persona 5 Magenta, for all you know. know. Fuchsia? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, should we wrap up there? Sure, we can wrap up there. That's a good, that's a good, even Gilling in an anime talk, I mean, yeah. we're missing about ADV. That's a good place to wrap up, mm-hmm. I think. So usually Melanie does this part, so I'll try to get through it. Actually, Carter, why uh, don't you do the social media part? Uh, sure, great. Uh, first time. Check yeah. out, uh, you can check out our social media networks, including Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash CG Magazine. Yeah. Uh, our Twitter, uh, CGM Plus. Our Google uh, Plus is plus CG We've got that CG Mag Online, yeah. Okay, we got that yeah. sorted out. Yeah, okay, so, so yeah. the CG Plus one, uh, the Google Plus one, as well as you can follow us on Twitch yeah. at uh, twitch.tv slash CG Mag Online. And I should mention that um, in my process of getting all my codes cleaned up, I have over 80 codes I'm giving away. Wow. 80 of them. Okay. What do we got? What do we got? Oh, lots of indie titles. Okay. I, so I, think, I, I think I have a copy of Scribble Nonce we can give away. Why don't we give away one right now? Uh, Podcast contest. Okay, Batman Arca- uh, Arkham City Gold Edition. Arkham City Gold Edition. Okay, so what do we want to do? Uh, retweet this podcast and... Favorite Christmas? Yeah. Present? Yeah, save yeah. it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. What'd you get for Christmas? Tell yeah. us what you get for Christmas. And you get a copy of Batman Arkham City. Yeah. If you win. Arm, the big, mm-hmm. big edition. Sounds so you, nice. You have to follow us on Twitter first because we have to be able to DM you to give you the code. Right. So, yeah. Win that. Yeah. We'll wrap up there. Thank you. So, yeah, Carter, what's your uh, Twitter? My Twitter? Yep. Uh, Twitter, uh, Twitter.com slash retrack. R-E-T-R-A-K. Okay. Got to fix that. Yeah, you really do. Yeah. I'm B4I26. And Wayne is real Wayne Santos. He's also on Google+. Plus. Yeah. He's really big on Google+. You Plus. probably have better luck finding me on Google+. Yeah. Plus. Yeah. So it's just Wayne Santos on Google+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, we'll wrap up there. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And tune in next week for probably a full show with people in here and stuff. Well, I mean, there were people today. Yeah, there were. Just a little more, more action, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, we're Melanie have will probably be back. More explosions, you yeah. know, <laughs> more robots. Phil will argue something about movies or comics. <laughs> yeah. Possibly there was a spaceship, yeah. just saying. Yeah. Things I, 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 I have to argue with Phil anyway. Yeah. Only one like way I'm, to find I'm, I'm going to say something unkind yeah. about Grant Morrison, and oh. then he's going to kill me. So. Okay. So tune in for that next week. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Phil's going to kill me. Phil is going to kill me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I'm going to say something about Grant Morrison. Sounds good. Everyone have a great weekend. Bye. Have a good one.